from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett. Time featuring AJ Perdomo. Nice. All right. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I am here with my lovely guest, Miss Malia. How are you? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Enjoying this wonderful weather we're having down south. How's the weather up there? Hot, actually. Hot. Very hot, humid. Kind of, about, I don't know. About the same, huh? <laughs> yeah. Nice. So it's been a little while since we spoke. I think we spoke maybe prior to the pandemic. I think so. Or it was like right at the beginning. Yeah. So let's start there. What have you been up to? How did the pandemic affect you? Were you able to get in, do some more writing? What you got? Yeah, I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of demos. Um, and then I thought I was like ready to go in the studio and then I kept writing. So I just decided just get all the songs out and then, um, you know, I'm going to need to do like a fundraiser to see how many I can do. Um, but I think during the t during that time, I just kept getting like more and more creative. So I just figured I would allow that and kind of be patient and let those things come through. Um, but it did kind of delay writing and the fundraising and whatnot. But so I didn't um, I think my last show was the whiskey. Of 20 in 2020 it was like right in january i just finished nam and then we played at the whiskey and like literally not even like yeah i guess like two months later because it was like the end of january um the pandemic hit so <laughs> luckily we got our traveling in before <laughs> before the pandemic hit but that was my last show and then we didn't play till september um we played locally here outside so we didn't have to worry about you know like masks and all that you know the whole thing with the pandemic um it was a little easier because we played outside so we did that um and i think we did we did um some hardback shows and like little you know we slowly kind of eased back into to playing it was definitely weird not having shows though i think um it's just i, I it allowed me to get very creative um, and get a lot of my new stuff done, but um, it definitely made me like, I don't know. I think everybody kind of had mental health issues with the pandemic, but like I have OCD already. So like prior to, like literally, like I'm on medicine for it, everything. And so it's like prior to that, I was already OCD. So I think not having shows made it a lot worse. So I'm looking forward to getting back into a normal routine. That's awesome. I'm sorry to hear about the OCD and all that, but I think we all live with it, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things I think that's like super misunderstood. Um, it's pretty, it's like a really misunderstood condition. It's not like as much, like people think it's just me being like perfectionistic, which I am. But um, no, it's it's a totally different monster. And so I'm just glad that I'm getting back to being busy because I think when you're not busy, I think that just takes a toll on mental health in general. Oh yeah. So it, it should be good. It should be good to get back into things. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I have to keep my brain going or my demons will eat me alive. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I completely here. understand. <laughs> and like, it was like all about germs, the pandemic. So I was like, oh, it just made my life so much harder. <laughs> oh, the joys. So glad oh. we're somewhat on the other side of it anyway yeah. yeah um so i think it was like i think i talked to you right before your nam tour okay how did that go tell me because i'm i did not get to see a lot of updates so so how was it was great um i went there actually i had i scheduled a whiskey show 
and I went with um, my drummer and my bass player because they went for their endorser, their endorsers, and then my endorsers. So, um, yeah, I mean, we were all there anyway. So I just figured, like, why not just book the whiskey and like have a great time? So we did, um, and we opened for the Warning, and they're um, a three-piece band, uh, female band from Mexico, um, I believe, and they're 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 phenomenal, like amazing musicians and. Um, we had a great time. So we did that first. So we had the show and then, you know, right after that, we got right into NAM. and NAM's just a lot of like, you know, doing demos for your endorsers and at least for what I was doing. And then um, so we, we all kind of went separate ways because we were all busy with our own like endorsements and whatnot. But um, it's great. And then they do this big photo shoot of all the female guitar players. And it's it's really awesome. So, um, yeah, it's fun. I get to meet up with all the, a lot of women not all of them but a lot of women from the world you know all over the world just like that are guitar players and shred and it's like it's kind of cool because at least where i'm from i don't see a lot of that like mm -hmm. so it's just kind of nice to like have all these women um players and musicians and kind of be surrounded with them that's awesome i'm so i, I love hearing that i love hearing stories like that um was there anybody on tour? This would be a fun question. Was there anybody there that you'd love to collaborate with? Uh, and you can't say, and you can't say all of them, because that would be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me think. There's so many of them <laughs> that I really do like. Can I do three? I'll do top three. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. Obviously, I would want to collaborate with Nita. Oh yeah. And I would want to collaborate with, hmm, trying to think. I would say probably like Jen Majura from Germany. Um, she was playing with uh, Evanescence for a while there. She's awesome. She's so much fun. And then I would probably want to work with um, Jimena. So Jimena is one of my good friends. Um, from Mexico and we met actually like well we met like on Twitter and we were friends for years like on Twitter and then we finally met at NAM not that one but like a few years prior and so we've grown very close and I would just love to be able to work with her it's just that we're in like we're both on opposite ends of the country and it just makes it so difficult to um, make that happen but I do hope to do that in the future very cool is there an option that you guys could either Skype or Zoom one of those kind of styles probably I, could um i would I say it would just be a lot of fun like if i had my record to like have somehow collaborate on a song and and just like shred together on the on the track like i just think that would be awesome but um we probably could i mean we listen we facetime all the time so i don't see why we couldn't but yeah. you know it's something I, to think about good idea oh yeah. I know there's that little bit of lag when you start yeah. adding music and uh, yeah so yeah, i can understand why there's teaching, i've been teaching throughout the whole pandemic virtually and it's like there's just always that weird lag like trying to to teach like improv for instance is like a total nightmare because everything just like cuts out so it's just yeah so it's not it's not like great but if your connection's pretty good sometimes it can be fine but it depends on the connection yeah Ashes to omens, nothing to lose. Oh yeah. She knew what she was doing from the swing of the hips, the 
Devil's Envy, Lone Wolf. I want to talk about your your teachings. I think we touched on that last time we talked, but so you're teaching just straight guitar. Um, um, are you doing so anything? I, yeah, I teach vocals, guitar, and ukulele. Okay. And so that's what I do. And I I was teaching in person for a while, and the pandemic hit. So a lot of my students are still um, still prefer to be virtual. But um, I've been doing that, and yeah, I. I I want to kind of, I also do it for Patreon. So I have a Patreon where if you, you know, follow me on Patreon, I can, I basically give you lessons um, every couple months. And so it's just another option on my Patreon account. But I do like teaching. I think that I'd like to expand that a little more once I have the time to. <laughs> but right now it's just, you know, it's a little hard to fit it all in. That's a lot of music all the time. And I just want to make sure I have enough time for my, my music. But yeah, I... I teach all three of those things and it's fun. It helps you stay on your toes. Yeah, absolutely. Keep you from getting rusty on the guitar and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't play, but you know, I have a nice collection of guitars. Well, I think when you teach, it's like, it just helps you kind of like solidify the information more like mm. um, theory and all that stuff. Like it just keeps you fresh with all of that because you're teaching it. So it's just, at least for me, like when I'm teaching someone how to do it, it's like, it really just makes me stay like really fresh. Yeah, that's so. cool. That's definitely cool. Now, rumor has it, you've been working on new music. I have been <laughs> for a while now, but yes. Um, I got really creative during the pandemic and then I just, it just, the songs just kept coming. And there's a lot, like, I usually have music in my head all the time, to be honest with you. And a lot of times I'm just like, you know, if I think it sucks, I just don't even, I just let that get out of my head. But, um, you know, I really think during the pandemic, especially, I had time to, like, really put things down. And um, I guess I'm not, like, the best person to decide if something sucks, because I think a lot of the songs I didn't think were very good um, ended up being kind of popular with people close to me that I was sharing them with. But um I just kept writing and I just figured you know even if it's not me or my style I'll just write it just to like just get it done get it out there and then at the end I'll just choose um and it will depend on I'm gonna do a fundraiser so be on the lookout um because the more fundraising I can get for it the more songs I can do um of course like studio costs are just like wicked expensive um so that's that's the issue with with what i'm dealing with in terms of like financial situation like i'm teaching and whatnot but it would still not be enough to get like a whole album done so i'm just gonna fundraise and see how that goes um and really push merch and whatnot as well but um i'd love to do a full length if i could cool now what do you what would you consider full length 10 songs 12 songs 10 to 12 yeah 10 to 12 Okay. But like I have probably 75 right now. So there's a lot that I have to narrow down. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That was like all pandemic writing. So I'm just trying to like narrow it down. And I think I have a pretty good idea. It's just, it's like, I don't know. It just feels like everything was just, 
everything like reopened all of a sudden and like life just like went back to normal and I just I got to get back to I got to set up my fundraiser and whatnot first so that I can um, be able to afford it and um, but I've talked to my producer and everything and I know who like what musicians I'm going to use on the record and whatnot and yeah so like everything's kind of planned I just got to kind of get that fundraiser going in the next month or so okay well tag us when you drop it we'll be glad to pr promote it help out yeah of course we'll see about getting all 75 songs released just be <laughs> a whole thing yeah oh my gosh i'm not expecting 75 but <laughs> if i could do 12 to 14 even i would do it it's just yeah musician musicians don't have much money hmm. i feel like there's always a lot of like a weird kind of like myth that like we're all loaded and like we're not at all <laughs> so yeah. it's really it's a lot of work and we don't get paid a lot and um especially as a solo artist like if every time i play you know i have to play i have to to pay my musicians well, can't yeah. my musicians so <laughs> um you know it's a lot so you know and they they need to get paid and they deserve a good pay and i just you know clubs and stuff that a lot of times it depends on the club but you know musicians don't get paid a lot and i think especially now after the pandemic mm -hmm. i don't think it's going to be as um i think it's going to maybe be a little worse but hope fingers crossed hopefully it's not um but i do think that musicians are underpaid a lot in this oh, Oh yeah, my dad um, actually he was in a couple of bands. Kind of what got me into this whole podcasting thing, mm -hmm. and just seeing the pay from him playing in like the eighties to even in oh, the yeah. late twenties, late twenty tens, and it was like pay's practically the same. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's definitely not. I mean, look look, I'm happy that I get to play out. I'm I'm happy that I do oh, yeah. get paid. At some venues it depends um but you know for for a solo artist it does take a toll mm -hmm. so i would love to like plan a tour like a long tour but there's a there's a lot of different factors that go into that with obviously the money but also like what musicians i'm going to take with me because some of them can move and some of them can't like some of them got jobs day jobs they have to stay at and um so my my dream would be to go to um europe and tour europe because I've never been there, so. That would be awesome. Yeah. Would definitely be awesome. You know, and that's that's another thing. Like, a lot of people have always asked me, well, why don't you charge the bands to play their music? I'm like, I don't want to be another bill for these bands. Yeah. That's just something I, else that you got to pay for. And then... You know, it's true. There's a lot of, like, um, a lot of different things that are, like, you know, be heard. And it's like, okay, you got to pay whatever fee for it. And and I get it. It's just like the business is the business and everybody's got, you know, something they got to do, but mm -hmm. get paid for it. But, um, but yeah, musicians are definitely, we appreciate that. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot that goes into it. Lots of hard work. Oh, definitely yeah. not a nine to five sort of situation where people just kind of assume it's like, no, we do our nine to five and then we, <laughs> and then we just go crazy with our music. Exactly. Um, here's another question. The songs that you have written, the ones that you aren't going to put on the full length or the EP, either way that it turns out, would you ever consider selling those or writing those for somebody else? Yes, I would. Because like okay. I said earlier, there's a lot of songs that are in my head that like are not my style at all. Mm -hmm. But I would 
consider giving them away to the right artist. Like a lot of times I write things and I'll hear like a different style of voice um, than my own. So I would definitely do that. That's cool. That's mm -hmm. cool. Plus, uh, you know, that kind of thing, it also helps you. Helps you kind of get your foot into yeah. other doors of, Absolutely. OK, well, she's got she wrote this. Wonder what else she's got in her catalog. You know. For sure. Yeah, so. absolutely. I'm definitely not opposed to that at all. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So you mentioned a tour. If you could come through, if let's see here, how do I want to word this question? If you do five states, which states would you come through? Mm. Well, I would like to go down south because. I haven't really. I mean, I guess I have a little bit because I went to Nashville, but so I would probably like to go through. I don't know, Tennessee, Georgia, because I haven't been. Well, I have been to Georgia. I haven't played at Georgia um, and Florida. And. Maybe South Carolina, North Carolina, like Virginia, any of that, honestly, like if I could just if I could afford to tour, I would probably tour everywhere, <laughs> everywhere awesome. I can. Because I like to travel too. I mean, it would be kind of fun to like yeah. go to different states, and I I just think it's it's neat. Like it's awesome that we have the internet because we can connect to everybody all over the world. But it does hit different when you meet people in person that have been following you for like years. Um, so I would I would really try to go through the South and even um, you know the West Coast. But I mean, what's nice about New York is that you can kind of hit everything. You've got like Jersey, New York, Connecticut, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Canada's right next to me, so I've gone to um, Canada. But yeah, I don't know. Huh. That sounds awesome. Have you played Canada? Yeah, I've played. Um, I've played in Toronto a couple weeks. A uh, couple weeks, <laughs> a few years ago, um, and I think once before that. But yeah, it's like it's honestly, it's probably like an hour and a half away from me. So. Um, like a lot of times when I play the hard rock, I play on the U.S. side, um, the hard rock on the U.S. side, but it's not very far from where I, I live. That's pretty cool. That mm -hmm. is pretty cool. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you were that close. <laughs> yeah, we're super close. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, so the plan is now I've got to get you down here to the masquerade. I have to get you to Smith's. I've got to get you in a couple of venues here so you can come to my studio. Absolutely. That would be awesome. That'd so what awesome. are you? We will definitely make this happen. We will make this I happen. Have, like I mean, like I my idea of tour would be with a full band, but if I have to, I'll go acoustically on mm -hmm. tour because then I could just do it myself. But I I just think that like my music in particular calls for a full band. Like I like doing acoustic, and I, people do like the acoustic versions of songs. Um, but I would love to bring my whole band. Melia, I want to be your girl.
I, I bet you I could rope up some killer musicians for you to collab with on your tour through Atlanta. But oh, yeah, I okay. could do that. Yeah, that would be that would be helpful. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. So, so let's talk about your goals. What are your goals for the next year? Your top three album touring. Mm, I would say trying to write for others, like you mentioned. I would say those three things. Very cool. Very cool. Do you, I think I asked you this before, but now that it's been a little longer, do you have any advice for any bands trying to make a name for themselves? Well, use the internet to its full capacity, all the opportunities you can use it. Um, it's, it's a very different world than it was, you know, like even 10 years ago, but, you know, obviously with the internet and music online and whatnot, it changed the whole industry. But um, I would say try to look at the positives of it in terms of like you can connect with everybody all over the world. Whereas like before, if there was no internet or whatever, you wouldn't be able to really connect with all these people, which I think is, you know, it's pretty cool that we can do that especially like during the pandemic, just from your home, like you can basically just you could connect and, and live stream and do all this stuff. So I would say try to use all of those benefits as much as possible. Um, and, you know, you have to really love it. It's a labor of love. So I would try to remember that you have to really dedicate yourself to it and know that you're, you know, if you're just starting out, you're still going to need to work and <laughs> and work around work. <laughs> so it's just the way that it is. Um, but contacts, get as many contacts as you can. Um, invest in places, invest in trips. Um, like for me, like even NAM, just investing in and in going to NAM. Um, you know, I got in with my endorsers, but I still had to, to pay to go out there and everything. And it was worth it 100% because of the networking and all the people that you meet. That's awesome. Yeah, great advice too. I want to ask you about your endorsers. Um, how did you get in contact with them, or did they get in contact with you? Did they just call you and go, "Hey, look, we want you as our our you our can spokesperson." Contact them. I think I contacted um, Sinister Guitar Picks first, and then a lot of times, like once you get in with one, mm -hmm. it looks good. And then if if you get in one, you get you like string endorsement and whatnot. So then I got GHS. Um, and through GHS, I got, you know, once I got them, I should say, not through them, but, you know, they, at NAM specifically, I would say that's where you need to be because, um, once I got GHS, I was able to get into NAM. Mm -hmm. Once I got into NAM, I was able to go to all these different companies and introduce myself in person and, and everything. And GHS, you know, they had contacts at Earthquaker. I met everybody at Earthquaker, tried out their product. You get to try out all their products. Like everything's really, it's like the perfect place for if you're looking for endorsements or even just looking at gear. It's just, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, if you're like a gearhead, it's like your dream come true. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's all. Uh, you know, I've talked to a couple of bands and they're like, man, we don't know how to like get in touch with these people. It's like, just reach out. I mean, yeah, you just, exactly. you just have to reach out. And then, like, the other thing is, you know, you have to have, like, a certain amount of, you know, you have to make sure that you're we're working hard around the clock in terms of, like, shows. And mm -hmm. you have to, you know, build your social media and, you know, things like that. Like I said before, I'm trying to work on 
you know, I for a while I've just focused on like my my music, um, but I would like to work on just like doing some different guitar covers just to do it. And yeah. a lot of people love that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, even if it's not something like like that, you would think of doing like even though I I know solos, I've never thought about like, oh, I should set up a whole camera and like, you know, what I mean, like yeah. I just I just don't do that. But, you know, the more I think about it and the more I see I'm like, that's kind of the world we're in, especially with the pandemic and TikTok and all mm-hmm. that. You know, like I just got to start getting more content out there. Um, so I would try to just make sure you're you're working really hard and just, just contact them. I and mean, what's the worst that can happen? They can say no. Yeah, so. I think some of the best advice I've received ever is so what they say? No, you're in the same place you were. Exactly. It's not like you took a step back. You. Yeah, and then they know your name. I mean, like if you reach out and then you, you know, you keep growing your business and you contact them later, you know, they'll they'll recognize your name and whatnot. But, but yeah, you you know, I think NAMS a really if you can get into NAM, get in, um, make contacts. Um, even if you don't get endorsed, just make the contacts. It is, it's an important thing to do, and um, I think in person makes it even even better. Nice, nice. Um, one last thing before I let you run away. Uh, do you have uh, do you have a particular song that you're looking to release? Are you your favorite one out of the ones you've written? Um, yes, I do. I don't want to say the name because I'm very. I don't want people to to think about it too much. Do you know what I mean in advance? I got you. I got you. Can you give us the premise of it? No names, no real details, just the idea of it. It's actually very, I wrote it during the pandemic and it's actually very much about um, just kind of like, I guess, having like social anxiety and just um, basically not just that though, because it's like I don't really have like social anxiety. It's more of like OCD. So that kind of isolates me if I let it. but it's actually just kind of about being like a lone wolf, like just by yourself and being happy with being alone in a, in its weird way. I get that. I think I'm going to enjoy that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you go in to write your music, is there a particular way that you do yours? Do you throw the melody out first? Do lyrics come to you first? Um, no, they, it's happened every way you can think of. Like I've really, cause like everybody's like, oh, like there's gotta be a way. And I'm like, no, like I've had, I've had songs come lyrically first. I've had songs come riff first, like a li- like a riff. And then mm-hmm. like checking out for instance, is I, that came to me first. Um, sometimes I hear a riff in my head. Sometimes I'm just screwing around on the guitar and it just happens. Um, melodies are definitely in my head i would say like a lot of the time it's probably mostly melodies first but not always i don't like to say one way because it just it's happens so many different ways so i just i can't be fair (laughs) i got you um when you lay down the track is there a particular order you put them in like um yes most of the time it's going to be drums first um and bass first like usually together well like my last album we did it live together so like we we all went in and and laid it down together as a band and the reason we did that is so that the energy would be there and that wasn't i have to give credit to my producer because he's amazing kevin keelan 
he um he just said like if you're into like i was telling him what i was into like smashing pumpkins nirvana like all that stuff and he's like yeah they're you're gonna want to do this like as a band you're not going to want to do them in separate rooms because the energy is not there like it's not the same and so i did that um on my last album and so we all we all did it together but i think before that it was still drums first Mm -hmm. yeah very cool very cool i've always i've always been interested in how you know people lay down their tracks because some you know they go in harmonies first vocals first yeah lay the lay the song behind it but i think it depends on the music too i mean i think for my music it would make sense for me to have like the the rhythm the rhythm yeah. section down first mm-hmm. but, you know other music i don't know that's cool really go that's anyway cool. yeah like i said i just like to ask the questions that's what i'm here for <laughs> yeah well miss malia um if you want to plug your socials where everybody can find you yeah um so malia rocks Search that for Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, TikTok, all that stuff. Um, but I, my my uh, website is MaliaRocks.com. Um, and merch and whatnot is going to be up there. I'm going to have some new merch coming in soon. And be on the lookout um, for my fundraiser so that I can get as many songs as I can um, out there to everybody. Awesome. Like I said, tag us in it. We'll help you promote it. Thank you. Anything, anything you need from us, just let us know. I appreciate it. Sigler's Row, coming home. 